The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You're listening to Making Life Brighter on the Health and Wellness Channel, where we provide you with the latest information in healing, consciousness training, and all cutting-edge healing modalities, featuring experts in their fields, including authors, musicians, and artists. Making Life Brighter will be a forum for healing, inspiring, and uplifting entertainment. Here is your host, Winifred Adams. Welcome. Good morning, everybody, worldwide, and I guess evening somewhere around the world, too. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and I'm your host, Winifred Adams. Last week on the show, we were talking about preparedness. We were talking about the things that we need to do, and we were talking about brain health, most importantly. And I don't really want to drop that subject yet. I'm going to keep coming back to that because it's paramount to what's up for our future. If we don't have our brain function in place and working... We aren't going to be able to make better decisions for ourselves. And with the amount of activity that's happening on the earth plane and that which will be happening in the future in terms of electromagnetic field changes, solar flares that disturb the magnetosphere, all the elements that will be working on us may challenge us as we go forward. And those challenges will sometimes disturb people's energy fields. And if we aren't already clear and operating with a full deck of cards on all cylinders, you might have a little bit of a difficult time making it through some of these challenges and windows. And I've had some people on talking about astrology and numerology, and all of them have said the same thing. We're still in for it. There's still going to be a time frame where though we're getting better in this world and we're going to a sweeter place, we have an opportunity in front of us where we are going to be tested a little bit along the way. We're burning off our karmas. We're collectively burning off our karmas. And we need to stay focused. And so you can't stay focused if you're fragmented. And if you're fragmented, the inability to calm the brain and then your nervous system is going to not really uh, assist you in the future, especially if there's something that comes up that's, you know, needing your immediate focus or attention. And to be able to calm yourself and quiet yourself at will is not just something that we talk about that's a fun thing to do to, you know, get enlightened or sit down and just become at ease. It's actually a a trained skill that you can use at any time. And that skill is paramount to what we're up for next. And if we don't actually take heed now and start to rebuild the telomeres in our brain and choose a better energy management system than what we are choosing, we could find that we have some trouble and people, certain peoples will not be able to handle the changes coming up very easily. I've never in all the 20 years I've done this seen as many people have mental stress disorders as they are right now. They, we are addicted as a society 
to technology. We're addicted to a lot of things, but primarily now technology. We're addicted to quick thinking. We're addicted to all the things that are not serving us to quiet ourselves. If you think back to the time when the Indians were here, for example, they didn't have cell phones. They didn't have technology. They had intuition. They had a honed navigating system within themselves, which each of us is capable of if we'll use it. And if someday there's an emergency, kind of like a 9-11 type of emergency, and everything goes down and you can't use your cell phones, but you're addicted to technology, what are you going to do? How are you going to communicate if you can't hear yourself and be intuitively guided to what's next? That day could come. We could have challenges with the solar flares that are coming with who, who knows what. But the point is our brain health must be able to respond to that. And as we're addicted to things, the telomeres are breaking. And people, and it's provable with Dr. Amen's brain scans and other data and technology that's coming in today that the brain is being taxed to the point where the neurons will just short out. They aren't going to work the same way. They aren't going to function coherently anymore. And so I suggested last week some things that would help your brain function. Foods, which I posted online. Some supplements that I work with on a regular basis that are fantastic for bringing around brain health. And that's DHA. I talked about MindMax. I talked about fatty acids of different kinds. I talked about trace minerals. All of these things are available uh, on the website. You can go to makinglifebrighter.com and look up last week's show there and the information online and what's new and also in the, in the radio section. But I really want to stress to you the necessity to consider how to slow down, how to take care of your brain now, and we will continue to focus on this because we're going to need these skills and tools coming up. And today, I'd like to welcome back my dear friend and very special guest, Robert Boggs. Hello, Robert. Hi, good, good day, everyone. How are you over there in sunny, clear skies? Or are they? Well, it is sunny, <laughs> it is sunny clear skies for a little change space. We've had uh, everything from um, uh, tornadoes, high winds, uh, record rains, uh, large hailstones the size of softballs. Uh, uh, it's been quite a unique and fun experience. Uh, incredible lightning storms. Uh, it's been an extraordinary spring. What's happening over there in Berthoud Pass? What happened? It's like people's houses blew out. Well, that's what happens when you get a, 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 an air mass coming down, either wind shears or microbursts or a tornadic winds, and uh, the conditions have been just ripe for these types of storms, uh, not only in Colorado, but worldwide. Uh, India has seen uh, some of the most remarkable weather uh, uh, events, uh, such as a massive heat wave that killed literally hundreds of people. Uh, they've been hammered by hailstones up to 5 to 10 pounds uh, in just the last few months. Uh, tornadoes in China, Japan. I mean, it's definitely, uh, world's weather is definitely, definitely changing. Yes, I think it is changing. I think people are finally realizing that uh, this isn't a subject for debate anymore because keeping up with the emergencies to fix might end the dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time to be on, on the toes, and it's a very good time to uh, take a look at uh, uh, the environment that we're in. I think uh, I always like to try to start people uh, with the first thought is that you live on a planet. 
um, 93 million miles from a tiny star in an outer tendril of a galaxy. And, and if you can start with that and just start with that little mote of dust suspended in a sunbeam, as Carl Sagan used to refer to it, it's a great place to start in order to uh, learn where we are and uh, understand the physics and the dynamics uh, uh, that we are uh, being influenced by. You know, we're so influenced by the sun rays, which most people think of as light. And in fact, it's sound. Light is sound. And the light data comes into our third eye area, actually through our solar plexus as well, and comes in as a package of information. And the, the ancient art of listening for light and sound are completely separate. Ironically, though, they're both vibrational frequencies. And the sun sets out these light rays, but it has data packages on it. And if you can take that in and appreciate sincerely what's happening there, you have an opportunity for some grand information, but we can't access it entirely yet. There are some people, however, that are living only on sunlight. Did you know that? Wow, that that is truly an amazing uh, thing, but, you know, it's believable, very believable. They are. They're actually existing only on sunlight because they've learned how to rework their nervous system and their body very carefully and they probably don't live a life like you and I do in society but they can actually take in the light data which is literally sound data and put it into their system and synthesize it you know because plants do the photosynthesis and and we should be really attuned to what that process is but we aren't really there yet We're, we're we're going to be though I believe it well, many believe that the next uh, step for uh, Homo sapien is uh, Homo luminous, um, uh, that the need for <laughs> the body will uh, fade in time. <laughs> Homo luminous. <laughs> You're right. I love that. I really love that. It's true. We, we need to illuminate, but actually we need to vibrate. You know, it's, it's kind of like the, the 60s all over again, in a sense, because we're getting to that point where it will be, you know, about love and peace, but on a whole different level. And love and peace will be, well, it's in the the dimension of, um, you know, the golden age. People think the golden age is somewhere out there and it's coming. It's, I think it's just a dimension away and we need to access it. It's, it's there. Well, I always like to remind people too, that um, uh, there were many things happening before they were born. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, I love that. I love and, that. And you, you also encouraged me to recall a band called Electric Light Orchestra, and I thought maybe that's the music we're supposed to be playing now. Electric Light Orchestra, fantastic. And did you ever see them play? Uh, no, no, but I, I recall their music from the days. Ah, fabulous. You're too young for that, though, Robert. <laughs> you know, is it an insult anymore if someone says you're too young for that or you're, too, or you're an old soul? Which one is it? <laughs> I think my, my father gave me kind of a peace of mind. He, he reminded me that if you're a, under 100 years of age, you're just kids. If you're over 100, then you're old. There you go. There you That's go. a nice I'll, way to think about it. We're I'll just stick- kids. I'll stick with that. I figure I've spent the first 40 years of my life learning how to do this life, and then the next 40, 50, or 60, or whatever I end up living, will be the perfectionist years. What do you think? <laughs> keep, keep that idealistic thought. I'm, I'm sure we'll, uh, many discoveries will come along the way. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll grow new stem cells at that point for brain function. <laughs> 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 now, the truth is that we are literally 
like you said, illuminating, and it's not a joke. The thing is, are, is your nervous system, is one's nervous system prepared for what's coming, and can people take it in, or will it be such a shock to people at some point that they, you know, kind of blow out instead of are capable of gently moving along with this change of energy flow? Well, you know, some will transition and some will not, but ultimately uh, no uh, uh, molecule will uh, uh, miss out on the opportunity for evolution, whether it's in a conscious form or unconscious or, or dematerialized. All that energy will still exist, and it will still exist as light. It will, indeed. You know, I'd like to get into next segment. Um, we'll, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll come back. And I want to talk with you more about all the things that you're very passionate about. You and I often talk earthquakes and earth changes, and I want to dig in and look at what's really been going on in our earth plane here in current time, like what's happening in current time, because I can feel the pressures building out here. I've been watching Oklahoma quite a bit, and whenever Oklahoma shifts and and shakes, we have some feeder lines that come out here, and I've been watching all around. So I want to get into that and talk to you about it, because... You are good at that, and I love all the things that you bring to the table and all of your vast knowledge about the earth changes we'll we'll address as we come back from break. But if you'd like to talk about uh, a show or comment on anything that we're discussing today, you can email me directly at radio at makinglifebrighter.com, and you can go on Facebook to Making Life Brighter and follow us along there. You can find us at MLB Radio on Twitter, and join us as we go forward because I'm going to be talking about preparedness and many other things ongoing and even at the end of this show. But I'll continue the preparedness bent because I feel passionate about it and I'll tell you why at the end of the show. So stay tuned. We have a little bit more to come. And you, again, can go to makinglifebrighter.com and go to the radio tab where all the archives are on the player. You can sign up for these podcasts on iTunes Worldwide. And you can listen to all the archives there anytime you want to go back and check out a show. And we've had some really neat shows on consciousness and with authors and everything in between. So stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back with more Robert Boggs and talking about how our world is changing right below us and around us right as we speak. We'll be right back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio. Helping you make informed decisions for your life. This is Voice America Health and Wellness. Journey to John of God for healing with your guide, medical intuitive Winifred Adams. Experience healing with the world's most revered transmedium, John of God. Witness incredible healings, visit the sacred waterfall, and experience the heart opening wonders of the Casa de Dominacio in Brazil. For more information, visit makinglifebrighter.com. Tune in and visit the archived shows to learn of the miraculous healing with John of God. Special offer when you mention you heard it on the Health and Wellness Channel. See the website for details, www.makinglifebrighter.com. Making Life Brighter, your health and healing resource. With 20 years of successful healing, medical intuitive Winifred Adams has assisted thousands of people with their health and emotional well-being, including a celebrity clientele. An expert in emotional healing and body system health, Winifred specializes in emotional trauma and hard-to-solve cases. An official guide to John of God, Winifred works with people from all over the world to facilitate optimum health 
Visit MakingLifeBrighter.com for more information and a discount off your first session. Appointments available in person or by Skype. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Learn more. Live better. Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Health and Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. We're back. Welcome back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and I have special guests here with me today, Robert Boggs. And Robert had been on a show previous to this. He had been hit by lightning and died and came back to life, and he's had quite an extraordinary life and set of life experiences. And our passion that we get to share is all of these earth changes, and each time we talk, it's an absolute delight because... We study the shake maps together and we talk about all the things that are happening in the world and he's just a wealth of knowledge. And I had spoken before when he was on about his ozone project and how he had come along with the uh, concept of ozone for us and we'll get into that later in the show as well. But first I'd like to welcome back Robert and we're going to talk a little bit about Earthquakes. I have the USGS.gov up and online, as well as um, the iris.washington.edu, which people can go to both of those sites and check them out. It's it's kind of a nice comparison in real time. But wow, we've been having some activity uh, around the the ring here. So, what have you noticed? Well, uh, uh, I would have to say that. There's a lot of uh, uh, information that is coming in, as you were saying, RSOE, EDIS. Uh, uh, I look at not only what uh, the earthquakes are, are triggering and what uh, volcanoes are, are starting to move and, uh, uh, and uh, uh, release their uh, uh, pressures and energies, um, yeah, but I'm also really looking at how we, we're on the, the subject of waking up, uh, becoming aware of the fact, again, that we're on a planet, uh, 93 million miles away from a star, uh, suspended, you know, gravitationally, so to speak. And we have a uh, volcanic, uh, we live on a very volcanic planet. And uh, underneath our feet, um, if you think of the Earth's crust as an eggshell is to an egg, uh, we're walking on an eggshell. And below that, the yolk and the egg itself is the mantle, the magma of our planet. And so we're literally walking around, uh, walking on eggs, I guess might be a good way to say that. <laughs> uh, we're walking around on a very thin shelf planet, and, uh, and it is uh, definitely being, uh, uh, whatever the sun does is going to affect her planets. We just happen to be, you know, one of the rock planets close in, and, uh, but all the planets right now in our solar system are definitely going through some type of a meteorological or weather or, or, or change, physical change. And uh, uh, you look at Saturn or Uranus or uh, Jupiter, these are massive storms. They're changing significantly. And so we have to anticipate that uh, we're not going to be immune just because we're on this planet. We're not in a snowball globe sitting on a mantle. 
and uh, it's a very volatile planet. Uh, she's four and a half billion years old, and we need to respect that fact and, and try to harmonize with her in the best way possible. We're just now learning about uh, plasma vortices around the planet, um, uh, uh, the impact of the, as you were alluding to earlier, the impact of solar flares, uh, coronal mass ejections, solar winds, triggering earthquakes from, you know, uh, uh, coronal holes. Uh, to see all these uh, uh, connectiveness, it's all connected. It's well, all one. Explain a little bit about how the solar flares affect from your point of view. How do they, how do they affect the earth plane? What are you seeing? If, if you look at scale... If you look at, at, a, at a via scale, if you could picture a, a large, um, like a Pilates, one of those big inflatable balls, maybe three-foot diameter ball, and then hold a little BB next to that little ball, and that'll give you a sense of Earth size compared to sun. Luckily, we're 93 million miles away, but whenever she releases, and I say she, I always think of her as this, the axis, or our mother, if you will, that takes care of all of her baby planets. When she releases energy, it can be in such massive quantity and size and speed that uh, if you can imagine a huge ball releasing uh, a, a piece of energy and it blasts past that little BB, that little BB is impacted and affected. Uh, Mars is a good example of something that may have blown their atmosphere off, was probably a, a, a solar wind coming from the sun, literally blew the atmosphere off. Uh, blew away the magnetosphere. We have a magnetosphere that's protecting us uh, thanks to our iron-nickel core, which actually spins faster internally than we spin externally. Uh, mm-hmm. We have a lot of protection. This planet has offered us a lot of protection, and, and our magnetosphere is the one that, uh, and something as simple as the ozone layer, is keeping us alive. And we need to, again, recognize that we're on a planet that is uh, uh, very volatile, but it's also very preciously balanced. And we have to be so cautious of our influence as a species on the planet impacting and affecting that balance. Uh, we do know that the magnetosphere of our planet is very weak right now and it's getting weaker. Uh, we know that the sun has finally completed her uh, solar uh, uh, pole flips. Uh, the south is now north, north is now south, and it's uh, happening on our planet too. It happens consistently throughout her four and a half billion years. And we have to remember, we're here just for a blink of an eye of time. And uh, so this Earth, in our four and a half billion years, has a lot of surprises. The solar system has a lot of surprises. We have asteroids, meteors, comets. It's an amazing universe in which we reside. You know, someone told me last year that Hawaii was really formed by an, uh, a meteor or an asteroid that hit that area. And it hit so hard that it punctured the the crust, if you will, and up came volcanic activity, whereas before it hadn't been that way. And I can't verify that myself. I don't know, but that's what they suggested to me, and I'd never heard that theory before. It's it's well, an interesting and theory. It's based on a, on, on a theory in um, uh, the Permian extinction. Uh, there have been five major extinctions in the last 500 million years. And the Permian extinction was a, a particularly powerful one. Uh, over 90% of, of Earth uh, beings and water, underwater beings were um, extincted. And they believe that it was a series of asteroids that hit the Earth that broke, as you were just alluding to, broke the uh, crustal areas or created such uh, shock waves that it triggered tremendous uh, volcanic activity. And the Siberian steppes literally began to flow into massive uh, volcanic eruptions, and that helped 
create the extinction process. But the beautiful thing about this Earth and all the planets is that the planets never end during their extinction processes. They, they basically will come back and renovate themselves or renew themselves, or in some cases like Venus, she got turned inside out. Um, you know, Mars basically just the core died and, and the atmosphere diminished. But our planet still has a chance. And, and the fact that you were alluding to something earlier, we have a conscious role that we can play in this. We're a part of this. It, uh, we came from this Earth physiologically. And energetically, we're no different than the whole of the universe. If we can remember, if we could get ourselves energetically alive and awake and, and recommit to uh, being of service and, and of kindness and encouragement and strengthening, uh, this period of, of, of major change will be a lot more bearable and tolerable. We really don't have time to consider whether we believe that or not because Earth is going to change anyway. And it's sort of like the flea on the proverbial elephant's back. We're going for the ride. <laughs> We're here for the ride. Well, you know, it's interesting, too. I, I was, uh, there's a lot of fear-mongering out there. And I, I just had the very fun privilege of going to see the movie San Andreas. And uh, uh, it was, you know, a very entertaining film. Uh, but one of the things that uh, really disturbs me in present day is that fear-mongering. And fear-mongering is something that politicians, uh, 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 religious uh, per- personnel, what, I don't know how to say that, but uh, fear is just something that has been utilized to numb and dumb down. And if there was ever a time to become fearless and to educate and illuminate, this is that time. Um, even if there's the theory of multiple lifetimes, maybe this is the one where we're supposed to actually progress at this point now. Maybe we get to move forward now. And it's a simple decision and choice to be able to do that. But no more fear-mongering. Uh, uh, yes, the Earth is in, uh, is in dire consequences. I'm looking at uh, major pathogenic uh, uh, superbugs uh, uh, right now. There's just so many different things. But if we, again, just enlighten ourselves and, and, and not enlighten in the sense of even letting go of the fear, the burden of fear, um, we could actually become, uh, uh, become a part of the solution to a much healthier world. Absolutely. You know, I so often say to the people that come here for healing, you know, your change of heart, and we go through the, the exercise of the open heart quite regularly, your change of heart is then changing what you radiate from the inside out and that then has such a powerful effect out into the world it's it's hard to even measure yet though the heart map institute is beginning to do that they can see in real time how just a thought process can change then the heart and the heart can radiate out and affect the entire environment we we have an opportunity and you're right fear is probably not the road in which we can, we need to travel anymore, but taking control of that and opening the heart. Going Education forward. precludes it, uh, uh, fear. I, I really believe if you can educate and illuminate, they're, they're, it just eliminates any potential for fear. Uh, I was reading a piece this morning. Um, uh, there was an earthquake recently in uh, Malaysia on uh, a mount called uh, Kinabalu, and uh, it killed some climbers. Uh, but the Malaysian officials, just to show how, how small-minded we have become, uh, uh, you know, collectively as a species around the world, uh, many of the Malaysian officials were blaming naked tourists uh, for the deadly earthquake. 
Um, there are others that believe that women wearing pants is what's causing some of the catastrophic events to take place on this planet. And mm-hmm. as long as we keep thinking so small-minded, uh, so uh, microscopically, um, it, it's going to be very hard you know, for the collective to really evolve together. You know, uh, that so kind of reminds me of, like, Joe versus the volcano. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> it's exactly what you're talking about. To go back and watch that movie, it's got everything in it that you're saying. You know, the, the whole belief system has to change. Isn't that... One of my favorite films. I know, I know. Well, you know what? We'll be right back with some more. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit of ozone. We're going to talk some more about shaking and baking and what we're doing. And and uh, we will delight in more of Robert's dialogue and all of the fascinating things that he studies and knows about. So you stay tuned right where you are. We'll be back with more Making Life Brighter because that's the point. We're trying to make your life brighter and you'll go out and radiate some more. And we will, little by little make our worlds and our arenas a little bit brighter. So put a smile on, go jolly, and we'll be right back. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health & Wellness. Making life brighter, your health and healing resource. With 20 years of successful healing, medical intuitive Winifred Adams has assisted thousands of people with their health and emotional well-being, including a celebrity clientele. An expert in emotional healing and body system health, Winifred specializes in emotional trauma and hard-to-solve cases. An official guide to John of God, Winifred works with people from all over the world to facilitate optimum health. Visit MakingLifeBrighter.com for more information and a discount off your first session. Appointments available in person or by Skype. Journey to John of God for healing with your guide, medical intuitive Winifred Adams. Experience healing with the world's most revered transmedium, John of God. Witness incredible healings, visit the sacred waterfall, and experience the heart-opening wonders of the Casa de Dominacio in Brazil. For more information, visit MakingLifeBrighter.com. Tune in and visit the archived shows to learn of the miraculous healing with John of God. Special offer when you mention you heard it on the Health and Wellness Channel. See the website for details, www.makinglifebrighter.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Health & Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. You're listening to Making Life Brighter, and today we're talking with Robert Boggs about our earth changes, and he made a wonderful point last segment about how he believes education is a better way of understanding our world and a necessity really now. And he was making the point about um, some things happening in Malaysia. So I wanted to come back to that a little bit and let him finish that point. Robert. 
you were talking about people being blamed for being naked or wearing pants and that's causing volcanoes. Is that what you said? Well, actually, it was a, it, uh, uh, they were Canadian tourists, and uh, they decided to uh, take uh, some nude photos of themselves on a Malaysian peak uh, the very same day that an earthquake struck, and, and it uh, killed a few uh, uh, of the climbers. Uh, but the small-mindedness, again, the, 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 the shame uh, that is placed upon human beings, um, again, to control and manipulate the masses, uh, fear to control and manipulate the masses. Uh, I think it's really time that people understand uh, the simple physics of what's going on. Uh, it's, it's not a, a difficult thing to understand. Uh, it's like building blocks uh, that you were given as a kid or Legos. You know, all the pieces kind of snap together if you, you know, put them together and, and, uh, and, and just put together the picture of the fact, again, that we're living on a planet that has uh, magma under our feet. Uh, it's very volcanic. We have, um, you know, tectonics uh, uh, on this planet, uh, very much like the sutured parts of our skull, if you will, the, except these are moving tectonics. The tectonics move about the same rate that our fingernails grow per year, which is about two to two and a half inches. Um, and every time I trim my nails, I always think of how far the, the tectonics have moved. But just recently <laughs> in Japan, there was a large earthquake, and it actually was so deep that it actually uh, uh, caused the uh, gravity of Earth to to wobble, I, and I say wobble, it made it uh, uh, come and go. It shook it shook the gravitational energy of the planet, and it actually expanded uh, Japan by about thirteen feet. Came from over seven hundred kilometers deep, and this I think may be the deepest earthquake ever recorded. Uh, so we know that we're living on a on a, a very uh, uh, powerful planet, and it's a very tiny planet, but it's very powerful. And somehow we have just really lost track of uh, where we are. And, and what type of planet that we're on. If, again, if we could just find harmony, as you were referring to indigenous peoples earlier, they knew how to live in harmony. They lived with nature. They didn't go against it. And it brings up the idea of fracking. We're having a lot of fracking uh, earthquakes uh, around the country and actually around the world. Uh, if you lubricate uh, 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 all these uh, layers of earth, and they start to slip and slide even more when they're uh, pre kind of predestined to do that anyway, and you exacerbate that and make it happen sooner. Uh, we're triggering a lot of potential earthquakes, and I know the USGS uh, recently came out uh, and told Oklahoma that this was the primary reason they were having uh, these earthquakes, and uh, a gentleman who is a major contributor to the University of Oklahoma who also, I believe, is the CEO of Continental Oil out of Oklahoma, asked for the resignation of those seismologists because he was really displeased with the fact that they were placing blame on his industry, oil industry or gas industry, causing these earthquakes. So, um, again, there are people that are in power that do not want us to know what they're doing is devastating the planet. The Arkansas was having swarms of earthquakes when they were fracking about three years ago, and uh, they were notified. They backed off, and the earthquakes virtually disappeared. Um, but the damage has already been done, so now it's just anybody's guess uh, what's coming next. Had we not interfered or manipulated a lot of these uh, uh, environments, uh, it may have taken tens of thousands more years for these events to occur or transpire naturally. But now we've kind of sped everything up, so good time to be on the toast. You know, in upstate New York, where I originate from, there's been a lot of uh, offering for fracking um, and people that are suffering financially would 
you know, benefit from the offer that they're giving them to frack in their backyard, basically, and there's a lot of land there. Problem is, the Finger Lakes and the Great Lakes, actually the Finger Lakes alone even, hold more water, fresh water, than almost anywhere else in the whole U.S. It's just, there's so much water in that area that's fresh water. And if they pollute that water or devastate those ecosystems, it will have a trailing effect to the rest of this country. And if it disturbs that area and there's an earthquake over there, we have a bigger problem because that has not moved in so long since the last glacial age, I believe. And, uh, boy, you know, they aren't ready for that. Those homes and those things there are not prepared like the West is. They aren't ready. That's true. That's true. They don't have uh, California or earthquake-prone areas that have been well-known have been able to change their building codes, et cetera. But you're right. The uh, Northeast of the United States, uh, Boston, New York, et cetera, they don't have, never had any code for uh, an earthquake. So uh, when they do hit, uh, and a few small ones have been popping here and there from time to time, but it's only a matter of time before a larger event does does take place. The New Madrid Fault, I think when it uh, cracked way back in the early 1800s, um, it uh, was ringing church bells uh, as far east as Kansas City and Boston, and uh, it actually caused the Mississippi to fly out of its banks and, and run backward for a period of days. Uh, and yeah. that was uh, we're starting to see a resurgence in the New Madrid Fault. And uh, uh, the fracking issue is uh, definitely an issue. They're just lubricating uh, the, the process and actually speeding up the, the tectonic movement. It's interesting if we go back to the idea of education again, because I sat on an airplane next to a fellow that was a, a fracking expert, and I dialogued, had a dialogue with him along the way about this, and he was, you know, giving me all sorts of data as to why fracking is a good thing, and he was very uh, much into his particular job as to how that job would be executed and how it really wasn't that dangerous and it was okay, but it was a very pointed conversation. And, and he was certain to make sure that I knew this was all okay and everyone was okay and it would be okay and really all this other stuff is just silly data. Yet we're seeing, like you're saying, um, repercussions as we look back. And if you look at the shake maps on the USGS and uh, the other places that you mentioned as well, you know, Iris, Washington, EDU, and there's a few more. If you look at that and step back and look at the whole of the planet and what's happening in real time, you yourself can see and compare these notes that things are happening. And then you have to say it's not just in one tiny little area. It's, it's a chain reaction set of events like Japan. When Japan moves, then this happens. If something in Fiji moves, then maybe Japan's vulnerable. You know, it's it's... She's moving. She's she's shifting. Chief Seattle made a brilliant point, uh, and I, I can't say it verbatim, uh, but paraphrased, uh, whatever you do to any strand of the web affects the whole. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. As that's true. You know, if we look at that, like you said earlier, in the body, for example, if you can correct one area, then the rest of the areas surrounding it can work better. If you correct the heart, and the heart is not beating in a stressed way, it sends messages out to all the other organs. The organs become harmonic. It's now a symphony instead of the instead of the disjointed single organ by organ. And doctors that look at the body as one organ are missing, like what I'm saying, for example, 
is looking at this whole shake map from a distance as opposed to right into one area. Like if you look at Oklahoma and then you pan back out and you look at the whole of the world and how the recent earthquakes in Oklahoma have also been triggering other things or other things have been triggering, triggering Oklahoma. You know, it's, it's, it's shifting. We, we have an opportunity to look at. Now I want to go into a little bit about your ozone because you were a proponent of ozone long before ozone became what it is today. And can you just touch quickly on what ozone is and what it's doing and could do for us? Because I found some ozonators here and I'd like to share that if you can explain a little bit more about it. Ozone is a gas, and it's an oxygen molecule with a third uh, molecule attached to it. Uh, that oxygen becomes ozone when it's stimulated through ultraviolet light or through electrical energy. Lightning, for example, is a classic creator of ozone as it uh, rushes through the oxygen-rich environment and it'll create uh, ozone in that process. Sometimes uh, there are many wonderful fragrances after a rainstorm, but every so often you'll get this sweet smell of ozone, and it was created by lightning, and uh, it's, it's fascinating. And the amazing thing about ozone, um, not only does it, uh, the very thin layer around our planet, uh, you know, protect us from a lot of uh, uh, solar uh, radiation and, and uh, 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 things of that nature, but ozone itself can be used as a biocide. It can be used to kill pathogens. Um, we had a, a gentleman we sent to Sierra Leone recently, well, actually during the Ebola outbreak, and uh, because we know that ozone can stop Ebola. But we were turned away because it wasn't profitable to the drug manufacturers, uh, which was really kind of stupefying to think that they really weren't interested in having solution at all. They were only interested in having uh, making money on the disease. But ozone can kill foodborne pathogens. It can extend uh, the shelf life of, uh, of produce and um, uh, seafood. Uh, it's an amazing process. And uh, Nikola Tesla was working with ozone back in the 1800s, but uh, we've been asked to uh, purify blood, uh, urine infections. There's just a whole host of things that ozone uh, can definitely be a viable uh, healing agent for. Yes. Well, you know what? If you want to go and check out how you can use ozone in your own refrigerator, I found at inspiredliving.com ozonators for food storage and food things. And that might be something we have to look at as we go forward. And we should look at. I mean, we should be driving cars on solar power. We should be having desalinated water or at least not these kinds of water shortages but all of this is our learning curve and it's helping us grow and mature and become better human beings like you said all along respecting this beautiful earth and learning to appreciate what we have and where we are kind of before we ruin it and uh, we're here temporarily as you said we're a speck so I can't say thank you enough for coming and visiting with us again I'd love to have you back and We'll keep talking about this in real time because what's happening as we go forward is paramount to not only how we respond to it and what we're putting out with it, but how we awaken with it. So thank you so much for coming and being with us today. It's an honor. Thank you. And we'll have you back for some more fun Earth Talk, and uh, after the break, I'm going to talk to you more about preparedness and some things that you might like to know. So we'll be back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter, and this was 
our special guest today, Robert Boggs, and we will speak to him yet again. Thank you so much. We'll be right back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Journey to John of God for healing with your guide, medical intuitive Winifred Adams. Experience healing with the world's most revered transmedium, John of God. Witness incredible healings, visit the sacred waterfall, and experience the heart-opening wonders of the Casa de Dominacio in Brazil. For more information, visit MakingLifeBrighter.com. Tune in and visit the archived shows to learn of the miraculous healing with John of God. Special offer when you mention you heard it on the Health and Wellness Channel. See the website for details, www.MakingLifeBrighter.com. Making Life Brighter, your health and healing resource. With 20 years of successful healing, medical intuitive Winifred Adams has assisted thousands of people with their health and emotional well-being, including a celebrity clientele. An expert in emotional healing and body system health, Winifred specializes in emotional trauma and hard-to-solve cases. An official guide to John of God, Winifred works with people from all over the world to facilitate optimum health. Visit MakingLifeBrighter.com for more information and a discount off your first session. Appointments available in person or by Skype. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Health and Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. Welcome back, and that was Robert Boggs. We were talking about earth changes and some consciousness regarding those earth changes, and he was really instrumental early on with ozone, and um, I wanted to address that again because his insight has been really ahead of his time, and uh, those that like to make money off of things are not always interested in people's insight that's ahead of their time. But I had mentioned in the last segment about ozonators and ozonators not just big ones physical ones you can step into but ones that you can use in a refrigerator and all the various things that go with it and you can go to inspiredliving.com and check that out uh eight the number is 866-875-4386 as well and so you can see there they have ozonators for food storage and for refrigerated environments Um, it can help to get rid of mold growth. Um, It extends the shelf life of your foods and it doesn't doesn't pollute anything. It's they have um, storage containers and they have an ozonator you can actually put in your refrigerator. See these are the kinds of things he was talking about that really why don't we have this as a regular thing already and that should kind of shake us awake right there. And if not, maybe we'll get an earthquake and we'll shake us awake. But I wanted to talk to you also about preparedness because um, we have so many things that we're addressing in this show ongoing. And preparedness is near and dear to my heart. As I said before, I was the person that brought to the table the emergency preparedness 
uh, bin program that we had, which is a first of a kind, its kind in the world here in Malibu. And um, we got it in within a year using the CERT team locally and the incident command system to implement that and put it into place. And within each bin, which is up and down a 27-mile coastline here, which can easily get caught up, cut off in fires or any kind of activity, a tsunami, an earthquake, whatever, we have them in various locations. So preparedness is going to be something I'll keep focusing on, but we did that within a year. We got it down, filled up those bins, and you know what? They were used almost immediately. So there's never a time that it's too late to get prepared, and you don't know really how your preparedness might help somebody else. If you got hurt in an accident, but your backpack or preparedness area is secured, someone else might benefit from it. Um, you might be at the ready when someone else doesn't have preparation and you're just right there with it. There's so many different things that we can talk about in lieu of preparedness. But on another level, in other dimensions, your preparedness can actually maybe shift outcomes because you've put focus toward that, not just in the physical 3D world. So if there's a potential for something and you're preparing and you're ahead of the game, you might actually be able to shift the outcome some, which is what putting love toward things does as well. So I want to talk to you about first aid kits and and preparedness. I gave you some examples last week, and I put some things on the internet, on the website, makinglifebrighter.com for you to look at. But I want to talk about things that you could find in your first aid kits. And one of the places that I really like to send people for this is um, quakecare.com. I like Quake Care. Uh, it's, it's got all sorts of different Quake kits, and it doesn't have to be an earthquake. You could have floods, you could have this, you could have that. I mean, anything could happen, as they found out recently in Colorado, that hurricanes, you know, flus, whatever, roadside kits, there's almost a kit in every room. I have a backpack, a special backpack, which I'll share with you um, as we go further, that I keep in my car. I have another one that I can grab and go with in my garage. I have a medical kit in my bedroom. I have a flashlight between my mattress and shoes in case there's an earthquake here and the mattress slides and bounces across the room. I can at least grab those quickly. Um, I even have a hard hat. And for blondes, you need that. No. (laughs) I'm kidding. We'll get into grounded and groundedness next, but sincerely, um, you really need to think about preparedness because there's so much that goes into it for wherever you may live. I grew up in flood-prone areas, but now I live in earthquake areas, so I even have a large rope that I could tie to something if I needed to shimmy down the rope out of the second story, and. These are silly things maybe, but they're not silly in the event of an emergency. Um, I've seen too many emergencies and things happen very quickly in the West out here in California. And boy, I can't say enough about this. So QuakeCare.com is a great place to go. I highly recommend that to anybody if you're looking for quick pre-made ready kits. I will be sharing with you the extent of my own kit and what that's taken me years to prepare with, including that of the recommendations of the CERT team. And you can look up the CERT team in your area. You probably have a a CERT team somewhere in your local area. You can go to your 
fire department and ask them about preparedness if you don't have a cert team. Um, you can ask any kind of, um, you know, like police or fire that is in your area if you're remote. Your neighborhood should be uh, kind of pulled together and you should at least have a plan. So in a kit, for example, you could have a backpack, someplace, something that you can walk with and it's better to have a backpack than just a carrying bag because you might not be able to drive over something or through something and you might have to put something on your back and go and you don't know how long that would be. So in these kits, basic kits, you might have bandages, latex gloves are key because if you run across things or people that are toxic or if you run into someone that's bleeding, you don't know if they have AIDS, you don't know what they have and you should really always use rubber gloves. You should have latex gloves, antibiotic ointment, gauze pads, iodine, um, alcohol prep pads, butterfly bandages, medical adhesive tape, aspirin or non-aspirin for pain relievers. Now, I don't know about the aspirin. I like to go in the way of herbs instead, but I prefer to go the natural route, although I um, am just telling you kind of what's available in these kits. Um, If you have a bigger kit, you'd have larger adhesive bandages, smelling salts or ammonia inhalants. Um, That could be if somebody's in shock or they're passed out. Um, ACE-type bandages, strains and sprains, that's important to have. Uh, Sterile pads, antiseptic towels, a thermometer, a snake bite poison extractor, tweezers. Oh my gosh, tweezers are so key. You have to have tweezers and plastic baggies in every one of your kits. Safety pins. Now that is number one. I'd say out of the three things that I would want more than anything else immediately to start with would be plastic baggies, safety pins, and some kind of um, water that you could carry carry water in, you know, some kind of water with you. But tweezers also are, are very, very, very important. Safety pins and um, plastic baggies are a must. You can catch rainwater in plastic baggies. You can secure things that you need to carry. You, I mean, just they, they are multi-purpose. Diarrhea medication, eye drops, um, basic first aid instructions, sunscreen. That nobody thinks about that too much. So each one has a little bit more and more and more. Even in the, the, the FEMA-inspired uh, city kits, they talk about having colloidal silver. And I think that's key. You should have some colloidal silver on hand at all times. It used to be the original antibiotic long before antibiotics were here. And ironically, some of the antibiotics that were developed were created by the entities down at John of God that are now in spirit helping people. And they even created universities and were known the world over for their antibiotics or their uh, vaccines. And those doctors now in spirit work through John of God to help People, But long before um, antibiotics were here or, or vaccines, colloidal silver was the go-to. And bayberry, did I say that last time? I don't think so. Bayberry is like the natural epicac from the days when. And when food was foul or something, it would be a lot easier to throw it up and get that out of your system than it would be to try and pass it through your system. So bayberry decongests the liver, but it also helps with... Uh, getting things out of you if you take enough of it at one time. 
So that's a little bit more, and we're going to keep talking about this. I'm going to do a big presentation on it at some point, but I'd like to make you aware of it in little doses so you can begin to factor it into your life sooner than later. And I'm highly dedicated to this. This means a lot to me. I was inspired literally to do that way back when, and it's served ever since then. So I hopefully am inspiring you to think about it and have you look it up for yourselves and work it into your area. You can't wait till it's too late. It's important to be prepared. So sending you all loved all over the world today. Feel free to share the show with anybody you might feel would benefit from it. You can email me directly at radio at makinglifebrighter.com and we will speak to you next week with more interesting, exciting topics. So stay tuned. And thank you again to our special guest today, Robert Boggs. He was a delight to have on, and we'll speak to him more. Sending love to everybody. Go jolly, and we will talk to you again. Thank you for listening to Making Life Brighter on the Health and Wellness Channel. Be sure to join us each week at 10 a.m. for information, inspiration, and education with leading experts in healing and consciousness. For more information and a complete show schedule, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. Making Life Brighter, successfully helping you feel better from the inside out. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.